Welcome to another episode of Drunk Cop and the Teacher, the podcast where everything's made up and our comments don't matter, just like any notifications for next-gen console sales, because by the time you get to it, it's going to be sold out all over again. I actually saw that notification. There's a whole bunch of them all over social media, and then there's, as soon as you open up the comments, people are like, too late, too late, sold out, sold out, I, I didn't get one. And then, like, out of every 100 tweets or comments, maybe one person nailed uh, a console. Actually, funny I that think, you mentioned that. Yeah. I was talking to my brother about that the other day. <clears throat> he's like, was asking me. He's like, "When are you gonna get a PS5?" I was like, "To be honest with you, I'm not too sure because every time when I try to go at least check, like when uh, I get a notification or when I check like one of those websites that yeah, at 11 o'clock, um, consoles are gonna be sold online, and then at 10:59, all consoles are already sold out." It's like it hasn't even hit eleven o'clock yet. So mm-hmm. like how the fuck are these people getting in so early? Yeah, I actually didn't see a notification. I saw a uh a uh an article about the notifications and whatever not working. That's what I saw. I mean, I always see just the, the complaints, even from like headlines or like people are not happy about Amazon restocks. People are not happy about yeah, GameStop exactly, restocks. Exactly, exactly. It's like eh, whatever. I mean, there's rumors right now that supposedly there's like a new PlayStation Five model coming out. I don't know how well that's gonna do though, because I mean, would that new one get scalped more than the original? Um, yeah, because there'll be more uh, available, I guess. Or would they just scalp both? Yeah, oh, both. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> They're probably going to resell that that one uh, a higher price. Yeah, I I don't know if it's a. Uh... A rumor, but uh, I did see something about a new model for the Switch. Uh, Switch Pro. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. Ooh. Supposedly that's going to get announced before E3, but I mean, it's all rumors. There's nothing, there's uh, not okay. even like it's a leak rumors. about it. It's just like things are lining up because apparently the most recent uh, thing that happened was on a Mexican website. I think, but- it, was, I think it was a Mexican Amazon site. Um, that had a listing for a a Switch Pro. Model. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, and then I'll just wait then. Oh, I hear the birds. <laughs> there you yeah, go. You yeah. have your perfect excuse to continue to not buy a Switch. Uh-huh. I mean, why, hey. why do you put the Pro again? What does the Pro do better? Mike? It has more gigabytes. Has better frame rates, graphics, <laughs> and um, yeah, I could take it anywhere. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hey, well, listeners, we're going to skip some of the catching up part because we actually have a, a triple feature, maybe a quadruple feature, because Mike supposedly has some sort of top secret indie film that he produced himself that he wants to review himself and support it, even though none of us are going to pay attention to him anyway and just say that the movie's crap. By my next day. <laughs> oh yeah my 12 inch insanity review but that's but uh well we'll skip the catching up other well what we'll do is mention anything that we've seen that might be worth watching although i don't have anything i'm going to say that's worth watching i guess maybe but I, i've actually watched quite a bit things that i'm finally catching up on maybe uh so we'll start with mike mike have you watched seen anything yeah, worth mentioning uh, I mean, worth mentioning? No, but I did see a movie that you guys should definitely avoid. Um, this was one of the movies that we were actually like discussing of to review this movie or not. It's on HBO Max. Uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, is that the... Angelina Jolie. 
Yeah. I heard it was bad. I heard it was real bad. Yeah, it it fucking sucks. Okay. I I was so close to give it a Becky card, but I was like, no, this this is not worth a Becky card, not yet. But it's it's bad. It's a movie where it's literally building up, and then the moment that you think it's gonna go off, it ends, and it's just stupid. Everybody in this in the movie is stupid. No chemistry whatsoever. It's just complete nonsense. Just idiotic writing. Not not even like. Angelina Jolie was good in the movie. Nobody was good in this movie. It was yeah. just more of like you've seen these people act this type of way in other movies, and it was just like more of this. I don't know. It's just very stupid and very predictable, dumb. Avoid that movie. Do not waste your time. Just whoever made that movie should be fired. Not make a movie ever again. Was yeah. this your secret review that you were talking about? This was my secret review. Yeah, just I, uh, I, I saved I, lives. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I heard someone talk about it. Like, uh, like who did Angelina J- uh, Jolie ha- owe to make this movie? And then also, something about uh, a continuity error. Like, she falls off something, and then when she lands, she's wearing a different outfit completely. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that. You did? It, it was something like, I think it was like her jacket. Yeah, so it's like, wow, okay. Interesting. Okay, so the director is Taylor Sheridan, who also directed uh, Without Remorse, which we did see. Um, I'm trying to think anything else that's worth knowing. He doesn't have a whole lot of directing credits. Wait, uh, is that the Amazon one we just watched? Yeah. Yeah, the Tom Clancy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sicaro, Hell or High Water, <laughs> Wind River, Sicaro, Day of the Soldado, Last Cowboy, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Wait, actually, no, not even. My bad. He didn't even direct that. He wrote it. Oh, no wonder. Screenplay, screen and story by, and screenplay by. So he only directed Vile, Wind River, Yellowstone, which is a TV series. He's on nine episodes on, and then this movie that you're talking about. Yeah, but it's a red card for sure. Just, (laughs) Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just don't watch it. Avoid it. Don't. Yeah, it's a bad movie, yeah. Then four over and out. Anything else you watched? Um, nothing worth mentioning. But uh, I did go on a roller coaster that uh, me and Sal were going to talk about. It's oh! uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we went to. Well, I went for my three year anniversary with my wife um, to Universal, and Velocicoaster was open. But the grand opening is June tenth. But they were open. For yeah. testing purposes, I guess. So yeah, it's a, it's a technical rehearsal. So basically, you you get the entire ride, just not the the theming behind it. Basically, the what? The theme behind it, like, because one of my like not complaints, but just like I'm curious what it is. Is like the story behind it. Like I'm going to assume that it's you're running away from raptors or you're trying to escape from raptors. But usually with Universal rides, they do pretty well setting up the story in the queue line. Yeah, you, um, you mean the shit you have to wait in line if it's a long time and you well, over and over and over. But even again? even when you do single riders, because I did single riders. Um, oh, I, I, that, yeah, there was there was no there was no story. There was no nothing other than you just heard like raptor sounds once in a while. Fuck that! I'm single yeah. riders. The only thing about single riders is getting there very fast and very quick. So can't, I might continue. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we waited for the first time 40 minutes me and my wife didn't know what to really expect i was expecting for it to be like just like a regular roller coaster nothing serious but i was excited for it 
after getting off the ride holy shit that is literally the best ride in universal i was honestly it's like one of those debates is it the best ride in florida because it's in so florida. yeah in florida it's one of those is is one of those crazy roller coasters where it goes so fast and has so many loops is there a part there's a part where you're like upside down and going straight down and like there's water underneath you like it's just it's just so it's insane and the crazy part is not even a um the the seats the 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 seat belt it's a it's an it's overlap there, yeah there's no seat belt it's just like a bar that oh, like, strains yeah. you down yeah and that's the crazy part and i i just it's love how down. yeah i mean yeah so uh, I'll chime in here too, because like uh, yeah. obviously I've, I've been on the ride. Um, first thing I want to mention, I'm surprised Mike didn't bring it up, is that there's like a pretty sick statue of like three. Is it three or four Velociraptors? Oh, uh, it's four in- of them. It's supposed to be like Echo, Delta, Blue, and I forgot what was the other name. Are okay. the animatronics that I saw in the video, or is it something different? Uh, I don't know if it's that same the same Raptors, but I, I mean, I'm just I'm just from pointing out that it's a really awesome statue. Like it's okay. it's. Like as as impressive as like the the Optimus Prime statue is above the Transformers ride, I would say this is just as if not more impressive than that, um, because there's like a lot of detail on it and everything, and so that was like really cool to see. Um, but there there is no amount of uh, I guess descriptions or things that Mike and I could say to really fully prepare anybody for this ride because it is literally like hands down the best ride I think I've been on on any theme park I've been on so far. Now, to be fair, I haven't been on, I haven't been to Six Flags and I haven't done mm-hmm. a lot of roller coasters at Bush and Gar- uh, Bush Gardens. Bush so, Gardens, yeah. But- uh, I but this this is a like. There's no complaining on this ride. Uh, like, there's concern. I have one concern, which I think Mike was getting ready to kind of talk a little bit more about, um, or was bringing into into play here. But, uh, like, the loops are crazy. You know how on some roller coasters, there's like a couple of like areas where you think you're gonna slow down, right? And then they just go put you down a ramp. The first one you come to doesn't slow you down. It just speeds you up even more than the, already the speed that you're going at, and then it shoots you right up, and then it shoots you right back down. Um, yeah. So it just gets more and more intense and there's there's no you just can't expect anything like you're just going to be surprised obviously your first time around um, for me this is not a ride though I can continuously go on just because I don't feel completely safe with just that lap bar like yeah. I feel like there should be belts if not maybe an option to put a belt on because <laughs> I, I counted it was like five times where like you get that feeling where you're literally out of your seat and i'm like holy crap like this is it this is the end for me like i'm gone uh, oh well like at least i'm, yeah. I'm smiling when i'm going down here the end for me uh it's good though. It is so good, and like yeah. I was screaming off top of my lungs, like my my throat was sore after I got off, and I was like, "Damn, this is a good ride." What did like, you do? It's a really good ride, man. My my wife, she usually doesn't screams and ride, and she didn't scream in this ride, but she was laughing because I was screaming so much of how it's just like literally. You remember that second part where you just speed up, like you think that yeah, you go down. No, it's just like an extra like 80 miles per hour like I, I don't think that's the right like speed but it just <laughs> feels so fucking fast well then let me let me uh ask you two questions real quick uh, yeah 
do you think they're still testing stuff out? And do you think it's going to be crazy, crazy lines when it actually officially opens? Yeah, it's going to be crazy lines. Yeah, for Uh, sure, for sure. Not a a lot of people know that it's open. Yeah. I got got incredibly lucky. I mean, I got there at, I want to say... At a nine thirty, maybe. I mean, it's crazy to go into the park first of it's, all. It's like, basically it's, opening, though, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, it's open, but only for like a period of time. No, but so, it's like, like opening like around nine thirty. That's usually nine. Yeah, nine yeah. The park opens, yeah. But I got lucky because as soon as I got to the ride, I only it took me maybe total twenty minutes from the time of getting to the entrance and then getting off the ride because like I went for single riders. So you could get lucky with single riders. Otherwise, yeah, as soon as I got there, the wait time was already at 60 minutes and then they upped it to 75 by the time I got into single riders. And yeah. then my last question, is it uh, with the time of waiting for the ride, is it one of those that it says 20 minutes or 15, but you're basically walking the whole thing or is it actually you just waiting? Well, I don't, for, for I don't me, know. this is where I could come and play. Um, for me, the first time I, I, I went in, it said 40 minutes. And honestly, I felt like I was just in line for 20 minutes uh-huh. because uh, like, everything's uh, really fast. Like you're, of course, like you're standing still at some point in line. But at the same time, like, I guess because all three um, roller coasters were, were working and were, were being used. So like literally like like a group of people will come off and then they'll add the other group of people quick and then the next one and then the next one. So like it's super quick. And then the middle part is the locker room. Because you had to put all your stuff inside the locker before going inside the ride. So, like, that was really quick, too, as well. And then, I don't know. I I feel like, so far, this was the quickest... how, How can I say this? This was the quickest ride comparison out of all the other rides. Because when it says, like, 60 minutes, it's it feels like 60 minutes. But in this one, where there was one point where I waited close to, like, 90... And I felt like I, I, it was like less than an hour. That's good. So I'm hearing green cars all around, except for oh, me. without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hagrid's is good. Hagrid's is good. I will say that's the second best ride in Universal. Yeah. But this is by far the the, the best best ride. Yeah. There's no all argument. Right. Yeah. That Can't one. Mm-hmm. To go on it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so listeners, if you're ever planning a trip to Florida, uh, do yourself a favor and at least give yourself a chance to get on the Velocicoaster if you're doing uh, roller coasters because. It's definitely one to cross off your list. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But uh, anything worth mentioning for you, Ham? Anything? Yeah, I, I, I did not go on a roller coaster. I saw some <laughs> plays. And uh, next, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, it's Fringe Festival happening uh, last week and this week, and uh, got to see one that was uh, these guys doing D and D, but playing. Uh, Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace, but it's like the movie didn't exist, and they're sort of making it up. Writing. As so no, wait, no, it's no. a it's a play on them playing D and D, but it's the Phantom Menace movie. <laughs> Phantom Menace movie, but it's like they're writing it as they go. So they okay, yeah. So it's pretty funny. They're like, uh, there's this one girl. She's like the little sister. She's like, I want to play too. And uh, they're like, I don't know. We, you have to make a character. She's like, I'll make a character. I'm a, uh, I see that jar over there. I can be Jar Jar Binks. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, oh my it, God. It, yeah. It's like, they're just making up as it goes. Like, what are we? We're monks with laser swords. No, I want a blaster. He's like, oh, uh, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. They're mm. like, yeah, they're like, but, oh, I can, this laser thing can deflect stuff. Oh, I want that then. 
So, right. and the girl who played Anakin, she's like, right at the end, she's talking to the dungeon master, and she's like, I got some notes for this character. And uh, it plays the Rick and Morty song where it's like the evil character, and she shows him the notes, and it's like Order 69, or 66, I should say, and uh, all that stuff. So, that was pretty funny. And then I also saw Reservoir Dogs from Quentin Tarantino, but in Shakespearean. Uh, iambic pentameter, which was very interesting. If you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs in general, watch that. And this was really good too. And one more little show we saw was a uh, Choose Your Own Adventure uh, sing along, which was okay. It was kids doing stuff, so I was like, uh... but no, I pretty exciting. <laughs> you yeah, it was. You should have been there. Better than the Velociraptor coaster or whatever it's I called. I will kill you. <laughs> How about you, Sal? Uh, so I've just been catching up on a lot of stuff. Um, Cars 3 I saw for the first full time. Like, full the whole of Cars 3. Because I've only been watching snippets because of my kids. Oh, I never but saw because it. Was, uh, because it was picked as movie night, Cars 3 was one of the picks. So I uh, finally saw it. It was good. I liked it. Um, I would give it a green card. I think it's still up there with yeah. the other Cars movie. I know a lot of people don't like Cars, that franchise in general. No, they don't um, like 2. I heard 2 was a shit show. I never saw it. Yeah, 2. Well, it's very weird because 2 is more like a spin-off film than an actual like second entry into the franchise. Yeah. Like Cars 1, you can go into Cars 3 just watching Cars 1. You don't even oh, no, need to yeah, watch Cars 2. I <laughs> yeah. um, I saw a Lego movie part 2. That was another family Ooh, movie night. Nice. How was that? Uh, I liked it. It was good. Um, I don't know. If, I, I think the first one was definitely better, uh, but I don't think this one is like a huge downgrade at all in any way. Uh, it's just got a different message. It's about sharing, basically, like brother and sister sharing Legos and, and whatnot. And uh, I guess, you, but you don't see um, Will Ferrell. Uh, not Will. Yeah. Is it? Will wait, what's his? Will Ferrell. That's it. Uh, yeah, you don't see him. You hear his voice. So I don't know if he just recorded those few lines and or or what. But uh, it was mostly like the mom taking care of like the two kids. Uh, but you don't really see her until the end, anyway. But it was still good. Uh, it's got a, a time travel in it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and there's some Velociraptors in that too. <laughs> yeah, there is actually. Right. Yeah, act- Mike, did you see it? No, I never seen part one either. Oh, uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't like fucking cartoons and shit. <laughs> I do. I just haven't gotten into it. I didn't. I, I don't know. I just found when the movie got announced, I was like, oh, more likely it's just like one of those money grabbers, just like for kids and stuff like that. No, no but- it's not. It's it's definitely. I mean, they they put a lot of effort and uh, careful like attention to detail and a lot of the things, and that's what I've always appreciated from the first one. And they did the same thing with the second one. So, oh, okay, I'll uh, check it out then. I mean, if, it's got, if, if, if this if this next line doesn't sell it to you, then I don't know what's going to. But you have raptors running a spaceship. The second one, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> but, I mean, it's Chris Pratt voicing the main character, so I mean, it makes sense. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny right there. Also, I don't I don't remember. If- I, I think you didn't, and I don't know about Mike, but uh, also watch Lego Batman. I like that. Oh, that's oh, the I next saw, one I, I want to watch. I yeah. saw Lego Batman. It's okay. I liked it. I mean, uh, okay. I don't know. I was expecting it for it to be a lot more funny, but it, it was just, eh, it was it was decent. It was de- I mean, it's not a bad movie, but I just felt like it was just, it had potential of being something good, and I think it's just, it missed the mark. 
What do you mean, like every DC movie? <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. Consistent, yeah. basically. Oh yeah, my bad. You know what? <laughs> green card. Okay. <laughs> well, exactly. okay, so Lego Movie Part Two, I'd give it a green card. It's it's yeah. it's a lot of fun to watch. I was laughing with my kids, and and then even my girlfriend was just like looking at the three of us. We're like, really, the three of you at the same time? Like, yeah, it was. It's oh, good. you just reminded me. I have one more thing, which is uh, the Mighty Ducks series on Disney Plus. I really enjoy that, and I think you could watch yeah. it with your kids. You said that already. Yeah, I know, but I, it's, I think it was the last episode, so now mm. they're all out. And I'm like, I really enjoy this, and I think it is kid-friendly. I think you can watch it with your kids. Um, there's n- nothing bad about it, I think. I, I give that a green card, and uh, you should watch it. I think Karina, because she's a little older, would like it more. Yeah, but my kids don't really care for, like, human people. <laughs> like, they, 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 <laughs> they, they want cartoons. Human. Got it. Yeah. 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 Um, You're raising I her saw, right. <laughs> I also saw a Netflix film, uh, Woman in the Window, uh, which is the one with Amy Adams. Oh, uh, yes. I she, heard uh, some things about that movie. She Well, she plays a, uh, a psychiatrist uh, who has agoraphobia basically it's like she can't go outside at all because it gives her like extreme anxiety um but she witnesses a murder across uh the street and so she's put into question about whether or not the murder happened because the people around her is like they everything is like none of the things that she witnessed happens at all um this is another real window or whatever Kind uh, maybe yeah, kind of I guess. Uh, I give it a yellow card mainly just because of Amy Adams and her performance in the whole thing was very believable. I thought she was really good. Uh, her acting was really, really like on on par, like on uh, what's on her on her A game, I guess. <laughs> uh, throughout the whole movie, but the problem with the movie is that it's one of those things where it kind of sets up a mystery. But you kind of already figure out early on what the salute, like what is the real situation, and it's kind of disappointing at the end of it. It's like, that's, oh, okay. Yeah, I want to like, know. You want me to spoil it? I mean, I'm not watching it. it. Sounds stupid. I'm not gonna watch it because my wife was like, yeah, I heard super bad things about it. We're not watching it. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I kind of figure it out. It's it's in her mind. Like it's her. No, well, so she witnesses a murder. Um, I'm trying to think. Like all the people are the real. Uh, the problem is, it's the son. Now, the son is like one of the first people of the family that she friends, and it kind of like hints that like he could like obviously he's going to be the one, uh, the the killer behind everything. Um, but then like it does a few good moments of like trying to make you think oh what if it's the dad or what if it's the woman or what if it's the roommate but then like at some point you just kind of figure oh the, this this one clue is part of the whole thing okay got it it's definitely the kid um and it's like the kid has like left uh i'm gonna just say juvie because i'm sure he's been locked up he was locked up for some for some time because he's oh, killed juvie. i heard some other words right? he's he's killed other uh women before um, that the dad has always been tied to, and so uh, like I guess they paid to make sure that you know the word doesn't get out about him, yeah. and they just want to kind of keep him constrained, and so that's why the dad like freaks out throughout the entire movie because he doesn't want. I, my assumption is he doesn't want Amy Adams' character obviously to die as well, and because she's getting involved, like she gets more and more like sucked into the whole drama, and so it turns out at the end that yeah, it's the son that was behind everything. Um, but ends up killing everybody except for Amy Adams' character. So, 
Oh, cool. It, okay. It, but, uh, like, uh, like those types of movies, That's like, cool. the suspense and everything would be fine if you just didn't give it away so early on. Like, if you didn't make it too obvious. And that's that's my problem with this movie is that it was too obvious. Otherwise, Amy Adams, seeing her portrayal with the character was really good. Okay. Uh, what else did I watch? Uh, Friends Reunion. I know Mike doesn't care. He's oh, expressed yeah, yeah. very vividly about how much I he doesn't give that. a crap. Um, yeah. I thought it was good. I thought I, I liked it a lot. I was surprised it was almost two hours long. Yeah, um, cool. but it was it was really good. I liked every bit of it. Um, I don't think there was a complaint. I like that they brought up even iconic scenes that people would remember again. Like my favorite one is the pivot scene. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like I'm I'm and I'm glad that they did like table reads of stuff. And I was like, man, is like is a Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion like that? Because I never watched I it. So after I watched the Friends one, about go back and watching that. Because well, I watched good. after I watched the Friends one. I I watched immediately the Fresh Prince of Bel Air one. Um, it was okay. It was. Uh-huh. I don't think it was as good as Friends, but uh, it, you know, it was fine. It was shorter, I guess, and it was like half an hour shorter than the Friends one. But the Friends one, I think, definitely stands a, sets a standard for reunion reunion shows. I I, I want to say. Yeah, the one thing I want to mention with that was I didn't know that that episode where Joey broke his uh, arm, spoilers, or shoulder, I didn't know that was shot in sequence, and that's why maybe that was more of a episode that people enjoyed or focused yeah. on. Uh, I, and the funny thing is, I don't really remember that one. I remember the clothes, you know, but other than that, I don't remember it being that, I guess, important. So I might have to go back and watch that episode. Yeah, I think longtime Friends fans would definitely appreciate this reunion. Um, yeah, for it sure. It was definitely really, really good. Uh, and the only other thing I guess I could bring up uh, is that I finally watched A Quiet Place just in preparation for next week since we're going to watch talk about the sequel. Ooh, um, nice. Finally got around to watching the first one. I liked it. It was really good. Uh, I'd give it a green card for sure. Uh, I think it's a nice set piece. I think that's maybe the right context to use this in. Um, mm-hmm. Because it all takes place in, in one particular area. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised it was as short as it was. It was like only an hour and a half. And I would have I would have uh, liked more, uh, I guess, like more kind of backstory. Um, but for what it was, I, I thought it was played out really well. Um, everything kind of made everything seemed to have made sense for the most part. Uh, like I don't I don't even have like nitpicks per se, except for the nail. The nail bothered me because like. Like, the dad knew the nail was oh, the, there the, the when he was going down the stairs? There. Yeah. And he didn't take it off at all? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It, it gets a super nitpick, but it's just, like, of all the things to, to set up, like, a, uh, ten, tension in a scene, like, we're going to go with a nail. Like, this is this is going to be it. Sure, whatever. Yeah, well, I, oh, the, the bomb in, uh, in literature, it's the bomb that it, it's going to blow up, but you don't know when. It, it just builds tension. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a super nitpick, but I, I liked it. It's really good, and I, I can't wait to talk about the sequel because I already watched the sequel. Because um, there's a there's yeah, quite okay. a bit <laughs> there's a uh, quite a bit of talking points I want to bring up yeah, on the sequel. My prediction, because mm-hmm. I'm the only one who hasn't seen it, I feel like hopefully it doesn't do an over budget that dilutes the original. That's um, don't say nothing. but uh, yeah, I hopefully it stays to the first one. But I feel like from the trailers, hopefully it's not a lot of flashbacks. I guess you'll have to wait to find out. Yep. 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 All right. Let's get into a lot of these headlines. There's not really a whole lot. After like six long? Or, I know, right? Uh, this is a long episode, listeners. So hopefully you're, you're sitting back and eating some popcorn or 
washing dishes, doing laundry. I don't know what you what you guys do when you listen to this. Yeah. Nothing creepy, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like I said, six or seven of them. Uh, the first thing I'll bring up, uh, let's see here. Uh, Pokemon games got an, a release date for Pokemon fans out there. The remakes of Diamond and Pearl will come out November 19th. And then the new franchise entry uh, would be coming out on January 28th. And that's the Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's the one I think most people are excited for. Although Pokemon community is half stupid and people are already complaining about the release date because November to January is super short. And apparently everyone on the internet knows how game development works and thinks that that's not enough time to develop Arceus. Well, be- before I forget, speaking of, uh, speaking of people being stupid and whatever, I saw this as I was trying to set something up before this podcast, and I couldn't do it. It said something about Pokemon Go Fest 2021. Pokemon Go Fest will strike a chord with new catch and raid formats. Biggest Pokemon Go event of the year will cost $5. Feature one day focus on catching and another on raids and... I don't know if that's a big deal. I don't know if you. I mean, for Pokemon it. Go players, it is. I was yeah. gonna ask Mike later if he was gonna do it. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I already, has... I already, I already bought the ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year was good, so this one seems to be also much uh, just as good, if not better. So. Yeah, I'm just worried about the prices. What I mean is that they knocked down the price. I don't know because of COVID, but um, no, five... it's fifth fifth anniversary. Um. It, that's that. That was the reasoning. It's like it's the fifth anniversary oh, of Pokemon Go, so we're gonna do five bucks on, instead of the usual fifteen. Because last year it was fifteen for both days. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no. Go ahead again, sorry. Uh, oh no, that was it. So Pokemon Legends mm-hmm. in January, Pokemon Diamond Pearl in November. Um, after that, uh, we finally get an E3 uh, setup. I'm pretty sure this is still within E3 terms. Uh, the Xbox and Bethesda. They, get, they went out of their way to say and Bethesda uh, yeah. game showcase is happening on Sunday, June 13th at 1 p.m. Uh, it's supposed to be a 90 minute show promising games, games and more games, uh, new game pass titles coming and new game IPs to announce. Uh, I'm curious, like if that's just going to be the continuance, the Xbox and Bethesda, like they, they have to go out of the way to say Bethesda now. Yeah, they don't want to be. Like, I don't know if they just don't want Bethesda to be merged with Xbox or are they just using Bethesda as like a tagline to get more people to watch. So both, I assume. But if, if Bethesda announces anything about Elder Scrolls, as Mike would say, they win. They win. Game over. Uh, yeah. Champions. Yeah. So which I doubt, but maybe there will be a little teaser trailer or something if they keep saying Xbox and Bethesda, so we'll see. Or maybe they'll be like, hey, everyone, uh, play Fallout 76 or die. So, yeah, we should all play Fallout 76. Uh, I'd rather die. (laughs) (laughs) Red card. Uh, So that's in addition to, we we did actually bring up the EA Play Live, which is on June 12th. And I think maybe Ubisoft announced theirs. I can't quite remember, but I mean, Xbox and Sony really, and Nintendo are really the main three, obviously, the the big three. But Sony hasn't announced what they're going to do. Because other than they're not going to do E3, but they usually have some sort of digital showcase event sometime in the summer. So uh, we can wait to hear from that. Uh, what else is on here? Uh, Sonic Central. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys cared to watch this at all. I know I didn't bring it up with you guys earlier, but Sonic uh, is entering its 30th anniversary uh, celebration. And they actually, for the first time, did a, um, a live stream uh, of basically like their own direct, like how Nintendo does Nintendo directs. Sonic did their own uh, where they mentioned collaborations, games and merchandise and stuff for the Sonic uh, mm. franchise. Uh, they the first part of it was just collaborations. Um, so you're going to see Sonic as a playable character in the Tokyo games uh, for the Switch. I think that's coming out. Uh, you're also going to see as a playable character in a y- Yakuza like type of game, which is weird. You have to see it to to really understand any part of it. Uh, and then like in another game, you'd be able to play Sonic. Uh, I think I think it's just Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I can't remember if it's just one or two uh, in an arcade within a game. Like, you know how you, like, enter, like, an arcade shop and then, like, sometimes, like, there's, like, one or two games out there where you actually get to play the arcade game itself. Um, there'll be the same thing here for Sonic. Uh, they mentioned Sonic Colors Ultimate, which is a, basically, like, a, re, uh, a remastered version of Sonic Colors. Um, that's coming out this fall on all three consoles. Uh, Merchandise-wise, nothing too exciting merchandise, uh, except maybe uh, a coin. There's a collectible coin. And the other reason that's interesting to me is because for their 10th anniversary, uh, they came out with a collectible coin as well with the soundtrack, I think, for a lot of the Sonic music. So uh, yeah. it's just something I'm looking forward to just to kind of continue on that that trend, I guess. And then they ended it with teasing a new Sonic mainline game. Um, they Ooh. didn't really... They didn't really give a title. It was just literally you see Sonic's feet and the graphics look beautiful. But then again, it's probably a cinematic trailer and not a gameplay yeah. trailer. So uh, I think it was just for them to say, hey, we're working on a new Sonic game coming out sometime, probably next year. And then that was it. That's Nintendo, right? Uh, what do you mean? This was this was a Sonic stream. No, I'm saying if a game comes out, where is it coming out from? Uh, all oh, three consoles. consoles, yeah, and PC even. Ooh. All, so all of them and PC. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, overall, as a as a direct, I'm just gonna call it direct. But okay. uh, it was fine. Uh, I mean, it was. I think they did okay for the first time. A lot of complaints were just about like the collaboration stuff because it they just, it just seemed really really weird. Um, and I think people just wanted to see more an our actual full gameplay of, of a new Sonic game, but didn't get it. So uh, I think that complaints are just more nitpicks than anything else, but I think it was just okay. Um, I thought it was just cool. I, I think it's good for Sonic fans to, to have something like this. Would, um, yeah. I guess they didn't talk anything about the movie or anything? No, no mention of the sequel, which actually would have been kind of interesting that yeah. if they had put that in there. But no, uh, I, I guess it's not coming out within that year. Actually, I don't. I, is there a release date for I have that no idea, one? yeah. There might not be, because this is supposed to be for Sonic's 30th anniversary year. So probably it's probably not coming out within that timeline. Yeah. All right. Uh, two more. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll do this one next. Borderlands 3 was ready to allow full crossplay, but PlayStation support has been pulled. <laughs> so oh my God. just to be clear, uh, for Borderlands 3, same Console family crossplay is good. So, you know, if you're doing Xbox uh, One to Xbox Series, whatever. That's what uh, I was worried about from the beginning. You're, that you're, would be an issue with the new consoles. W- w- same console, you're good. But 
they wanted to do crossplay, you know, for you to play on Xbox and for Mike to play on PlayStation, uh, PlayStation says, no, we're not dealing that. So there's no reason as to why, though. That's the other problem is that like people are like kind of pissed and confused as to maybe um, because we did uh, talk about that whole Epic uh, like um, Epic Games has to pay a certain amount to PlayStation to allow crossplay to happen on Fortnite, I think. And so this might be part of the same reason, Uh, but it was just I don't know. I I just don't understand why PlayStation doesn't like to play with others. (laughs) <laughs> like they're the, the whole name is PlayStation, yet they don't want to play with other people. I mean, and of like, course, nah, Nintendo's always like, we would like to play. So, yeah, uh, PlayStation is greedy. Everybody knows that has never been uh-huh. new. Um, they're just they just do their own shit, and it's it's annoying. Uh, last thing, number one. Last thing to bring up, uh, Amazon buys James Bond studio MGM for nearly $9 billion. That's crazy. Um, I don't know exactly what are they buying besides the James Bond license and what the fuck are they going to do with it? So that is the question. And then uh, I actually have a a paragraph from the article here that kind of explains what really is the main headline for this. But uh, interesting tidbit here. Apple was trying to buy MGM uh, for six billion, but Amazon turned it down. And so, obviously, you go for the higher, higher what offer you mean there. MGM turned it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm MGM. sorry, yeah, yeah, MGM. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so Amazon steps in, says, "Hey, we'll offer you nine. Boom. There you go. Now, fair question, right? Mike brings up what it is that they're getting out of this, other than obviously the entire James Bond franchise. Um, it seems that they're also buying Epix. I think I'm saying that right because it's spelled E-P-I-X. Uh, and I'm just going to read this straight from the article. What Epix does have, however, is a lucrative Play One deal with companies like Paramount. Pay One is a fancy term that basically means Epix gets exclusive rights to a Paramount movie after it hits theaters. While part of the deal has changed, uh, Paramount... Well, actually, I'll read this par- 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 uh, paraphrase here, too. Epix and Viacom CBS signed a new deal in February that will allow some Paramount films to hit Paramount Plus for a period of time before heading to Epix. So this means that Amazon will get access to films like Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place 2, um, basically oh. just buying up more franchises. I don't know if this exactly means that they'll get streaming rights, like, you know, available in theaters and on Amazon or whatever, but... And this just secures like these specific movies for their streaming service and not like giving it to like Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Well, but was it really worth nine billion for that? Well, you 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 also have to understand that it literally is, I mm-hmm. think, one of the first you know major movie companies. It's close to a hundred years a company that's been still, you know. How many companies can you say we bought that's been almost a hundred years that still does? I want to say okay. It's a like, large catalog of movies too. Yeah, I mean okay. they're one of the big original ones. And speaking of catalog, MGM owns this uh, franchise. What well, not a franchise series that uh, was the biggest sci-fi thing of all time, and it's called okay. Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> now that they own Stargate. Oh, they can start making series and movies again. And I'm telling you, Stargate was very big because, well, Star Trek was not doing anything at the time. 
Oh, but, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But what but, year did it come out of? What year, year did Stargate come out? I think uh, the original movie or Stargate SG-1 or Stargate Atlantis or Stargate Universe. Don't just fuck. End this. End this. I don't know. Either way, they gotta keep that gate closed. Oh, I mean, Amazon. I don't know. I feel like Amazon wouldn't just cough up money like this if it was just like a blind deal. Like if they were just like, ah, we think it's gonna be okay. I feel like this is a thought out one. And the only reason why maybe Apple. Why does Apple then try to get it for less? Apple is probably stingy as hell. Like you know, they'll probably get away. They probably want to get away with murder on these deals. So I mean, they're getting away (laughs) with murder right now with that Apple subscription of like. Of what their streaming subscription of of movies, where they only have like five movies in there, and they want to charge you like ten dollars. So like ten dollars? What are you talking about? I mean five dollars. Yeah. Max. But still though, like it's still it's still not worth it. It's one of their cheaper ones. Ah. <laughs> you gotta admit, what was the last thing we saw? Cherry and Jacob. Uh, what? Uh, Jacob, whatever. I forgot the name. Defending that- Jacob. Defending yeah. Jacob. Those are the only two things that we've actually seen from Apple. Oh, no. I, I like uh, Mythic Quest. That's really good. Um, nah. with- That's the game developer one, right? Yeah, yeah, I really like that. All right. Let's get into, finally, our, our first of three uh, media uh, entertainment uh, films. Uh, you can't really call the first one a film. Uh, to talk yeah. about here, uh, Camp Cretaceous. Season three came out. Uh, I want to end the notes, though. That you know, Mike was not very excited when nope. we when when Ham and I brought this up. We wanted to talk about it. Mike's response was, "Eh," and that was it. But now yep. all of a sudden, he wants it back up, uh, probably because after the Velocicoaster madness. Well, yeah, he, we were like, we we're like, yeah, oh, we true. And then out of nowhere, he was like, "Yeah, I saw it." I'm like, "What?" Like, yeah, after I got out of the the roller coaster when we got home, I started watching. Camp Cretaceous because I was just on a Jurassic Park high. You know, just really quick so tangent I was though. Right. I was just right. really quick tangent though. Like the the setup, the ride, and the store afterward does kind of put you in the Jurassic Park mood because even I was like, I kind of want to go watch Jurassic Park right now. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch every single one of them, especially three. Why not? Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Camp Cretaceous, uh, continuing on with the lives of these kids. Um, we will do cards first, and then uh, we'll go into our spoilers discussion on this. So, Mike, what card will you give season three? Fantastic card. I don't know what that means. Oh, my bad. Uh, green card. <laughs> okay. Ham? Um, I'll go with green, but I will go into detail. I am gonna give it a yellow, that's but I fair, may but... I may be talked into a green, but we'll see. That's fair, yeah, but maybe not if what I'm gonna say. Well, we'll see. So season three uh, is basically the focus is on them trying to leave the island because they find a boat. <laughs> uh, they set up the boat, they get everything ready to go, but obviously there's always gonna be something that gets in the way. Um, but we were all wrong about what the next dino baddie is going to be because yeah. uh, we initially mm-hmm. thought it was going to be the Indoraptor, which is what the second Jurassic World movie had uh, had uh-huh. brought, brought to the table. But we find out that it is a new dinosaur hybrid called uh, Scorpius Rex, which I don't know how to describe this one other than a larger deformed face raptor with needles. 
Hopefully, that, like, is that accurate? It, it, yeah, it pretty much. Too. It had like weird, like almost like I want to. I don't want to say. Oh, human I have a perfect. I have a perfect comparison. What do you got? You remember Monsters Inc. You know nope. that that p- purple guy, the one yeah. that goes invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that okay? Uh, this yeah. dinosaur has uh, predator vision. Um, <laughs> basically, just heat heat vision. So anything that mm-hmm. it tries to see, it, it it picks up the 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 thermal energy from the the source. Um, so they obviously get into a lot of, uh, I guess, danger with that one as they try to figure out, uh, you know, how to prepare the boat, how to fix the boat. Um, I'm trying to think what's really noticeable here. We do get uh, Doctor Wu uh, is in here for a couple episodes because he's trying to get a laptop to mm-hmm. make more hybrid monsters, which ties into the sequel, Jurassic World. Uh, and then uh, you know, there's a whole setup there where the kids try to get the laptop and try to race everything. Um, their plan kind of succeeds because the laptop does get crushed. Uh, and so the ending though is that they get away on the boat. But something opens a door on the boat or tries to open a door and you hear growling, yeah. which leaves you to believe it's the it's a dinosaur. Because I didn't mention this. A this dinosaur? is the same this is the same boat that the hunters from the season two were, were leaving yeah. on, or at least the 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 the, the lady the, that she was trying yeah. to leave on and she gets yeah. attacked by a dinosaur. Um so I mean that's basically the entire series in a nutshell. Uh first thing I'll say is I still don't believe this is gonna this is a kid's show. There's no way that the, a lot of these scenes, that the way that they're they're filmed oh and the way that they're set up is just strictly a kid's show or even meant to be for kids. Like, at the very least, definitely teenagers, if not for the older audience, somehow. Because I don't know how, uh, besides us, like, someone in their late 30s is like, yeah, I want to watch a cartoon oh, show about dressing. Get the fuck out of here early. Hmm. I said besides us. Someone in their late thirties would be oh, okay. like interested in watching a kid show about dinosaurs, not knowing exactly what it entails. Watching. Yeah. So, because this one had some more intense and not necessarily scary scenes, but more scenes with tension and fear put into it than the I think the up. other two series did. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, um, I don't know, uh, Mike. Go ahead. You can start us off. What what did, what do you want to bring up about this series? Yeah, I for me the thing that I liked about that each episode was like a build up towards the next episode. It wasn't just more of like how the last two seasons where it was just it had their moments of just one episode and then it's just like all right, so I'm wondering what's going to be the next episode. For me it was more of a a okay, so they're building up to this and then the next episode is going to touch base on that and then when it does touch base on that, it goes up towards another one and another one and I liked it and and of course, they brought they they had a um, an appearance of the Raptor Blue. Yeah, he was Blue. In, mm-hmm. yeah, Clever Girl episode four. That I will honestly say that might be one of my favorite episodes. I really did like that one a lot. Um, and then I even liked episode. I think episode seven or eight is when they had the two um, that the the two what's the Scorpius Rex? Scorpius Rex the the two Scorpius Rex like battling each other and. And it's that intense scene where these 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 kids are trying to find a way to survive, and but at the same time, like Scorpio, the two the Scorpius Rex are like trying to eat them, but they're trying, like fighting at the same time. So it's like it's like it's just madness. And then Blue, oh, that, yeah, Blue did them. Yeah, 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 Blue yeah, that yeah. work. Yeah, that and was a good episode. Yeah, that was a really good episode. And then the next episode is where is the beginning of the Fallen Kingdom. 
of like the T-Rex chasing yeah, the, that the helicopter. Cool. That was really cool. Everything else to me was really good. I will say the ending for me kind of felt a bit short. I felt like it it was building up towards something and it was just like an uh, 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 like organ like just an original episode where you just see like one of those like I don't want to say fillers but it I don't know why I, I I wanted I wanted a little bit more of something and the whole boat thing I didn't understand because the beginning of the season they they checked the whole entire boat yeah that okay. yeah that bothered me too uh, that bothered me yeah, go ahead bring it up that that yeah yeah that I mean, that what, what, uh, dinosaur could have gone in at any point but still even as you're you know debarking or embarking whatever you're gonna check it i would assume at, since we're talking over mike <laughs> the but, first the first like three four five minutes of that that episode they you see him extensively search the boat they're opening doors they're going through every room and it ends with one door that they did not bother to check or maybe they did but they just couldn't open it but if the dinosaur was in there and it was hearing the door open wouldn't it have responded in some way like that was like a weird like I don't get it like I agree no. with Mike shenanigans yeah I don't get it either and then also too this bothered me it's a little nitpick it bothered me Kenji's beard whatever they're trying to do with that <laughs> character it bothered me because it was so inconsistent is that one scene you will see like he will have a beard and then the other scene it's gone and it's and then like one part has it and one part doesn't and then another episode the other part has it but the other part doesn't so like it's, it's just i don't know it was just weird i understand like they've been on the island for six months but at the same time like i i feel like there was it was unnecessary to even have like to even have that that's just me. It's a like I said, it's a nitpick. Uh-huh. Um, but I I like this season. I uh, me personally, I will say this is my favorite season so wow. far. Okay, this, this is my favorite season so far. Um, I'm wondering what they're gonna do next episode. I mean, next season. But I am going to say a prediction where um, Bumby is gonna still end up being with Ben when all the dinosaurs um are free from. Are, are free on the country, you know, when they come back to America uh-huh. and, and, and things like that. So um, I know they're going to go back and probably save some dinosaurs or something like that, because of course the Island does get destroyed by the volcano, but we'll see. We'll see what, what that hint of the dinosaur trying to open the door brings us. All right, Ham, what you got with what Mike was saying earlier, this, season i don't think it's the best but i had a lot a lot of flashbacks of lost it was it felt very lost uh oriented where they're trying to get off we gotta get off the island we got the boat the boat sank now we gotta get another boat and just shit is happening and and it being similar to lost I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Uh, I'm going to say no. Because it just felt like Lost with dinosaurs. So like Lost World? (laughs) No. Hmm. Uh, Which I used to watch that TV series that was based off of uh, a different thing. But yeah. Mm. 
I was iffy. I thought about giving it a yellow. I don't think it deserves a yellow, but there's some things in the series that I'm like, really? Like, uh, especially the Ben part. The Ben part was, for me, a back and forth that should have been back and forth. Because I'm like, oh, this show has balls. They're actually going to leave them. And then at the end, no. He's like, wait for me, guys. And I'm like, fuck, come on. I thought this show had some balls. So I I didn't like that. It was just him like, no, I'm going to stay. No, maybe I'll go. But then it's like, I have to stay here. And I'm like, come on, come on, come on. That was a really big problem for me for this season. And uh, the Kenji thing with his beard, it was noticeable, but it didn't bother me. Like, it literally was in your face, but I didn't, it didn't bother me that much. Uh, what else? I also was thinking about how, how much more drama between these characters are we going to get? Like, I thought a lot of things were resolved, but then... Especially at the end again with Kenji and uh, Darius. Darius, where he's like, "We cool," and he's like, "No, we're not cool." And I'm like, oh, "Come on!" And uh, yeah, I forget what was one of the things. It was just because like he left Brooklyn, right? Yeah, they they they, they didn't want to risk her life because of the trade and the whatever. But even then, uh, Ben had fun with uh, Bumpy, so I'm like. That really wasn't a big deal. Like that, yeah. could, that could have been done better as well. So I would have said, I would have honestly said to Kenji, I was like, "Hey, man, if you're gonna be mad, be mad at that. That you know, because that's all fucked up. That's just me." <laughs> but I think I have I have more problems with this season than I had the other two. But maybe because it was more intricate but i know i don't know uh there was one other thing that i'm like really like how why but this just very reminiscent of lost and i'm not saying that's a good thing that's why i yellow uh i don't know if i can convince myself to give it a yellow but it's it's borderline for sure you know, all that talk that you guys did actually just solidified my yellow. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna uh, convince you to give it a green. No, I can't. So I, I had like a weird feeling the first few episodes where I'm like, something seems off. Like I'm just not like into exactly. this as like all the, uh, the other two series because I was really looking yeah. forward to this one. Like I said, Ham, Ham and I were the first ones to bring it up. Yep. And so as a, as I'm sitting down watching this entire series. One of the things that bothered me was that they were they were so wishy washy with these characters. They had development, but then they re, re, like regressed back to what they were exactly. like in the next like, episode. Oh, yeah. Then yeah, they yeah, moved yeah. again, and then they regressed back again. And then I was like, oh, how many like just like you were saying, like how many times are we going to keep having this drama? Like, yeah. why can't we just get this done and over with now? And yeah. especially with Ben's character, it's like yeah. you you build this up for like three episodes of like oh he's gonna stay but then uh, like you convince him to, to come with you but then he's like oh i kind of want to stay but then he's convinced that he's gonna go with you but then he's like okay i'm finally gonna stay but then at the end he's coming back with you i'm like 
that was so annoying. I just, I don't know, it bothered me because I felt like it would have been good for him to stay. Like, as a developing his character, I think it would have been kind of a cool and interesting take if he had just stayed on the island. Because then you can always bring him back when, uh, if you tie it into, obviously, Fallen Kingdom, when the volcano's erupting and, you know, you gotta get, they're getting all the dinosaurs off, it'd be cool if he interacted with the other characters somehow. Um, I did like... The, the scene that we got that ties into Fallen Kingdom. Like, I thought that was, like, the coolest scene in the sense that it, it, it this is the closest I think we got into a movie tie-in than any other episode. You guys remember? Because I don't, I don't... They were right there. Okay, so the beginning of Fallen Kingdom is, like, the guys, like, trying to, to get some information from, or, or fix something on, on a part of the island where the park is. And he gets basically t- chased by a T-Rex, but he jumps on oh! the ladder that the helicopter gets oh. down, but then he gets eaten by a Mosasaur. But the kids oh. were like on the other side of the park watching this whole thing. And I was like, oh man, that's cool. Like they were they were in that whole scene the whole time. But yeah, right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, okay. and I'm all for, uh, you know, you know, tying in these things to the movies, having these, you know, direct yeah. scenes go in there. And I'm all for nostalgia because we brought up in the first season, uh, first season where, uh, you know, the nostalgia was there like every episode. There was a reference to something Jurassic Park, you know, the universe in every episode, whether it was a character, uh, you know, a, an action scene or whatever. Like there was always a reference in this but, series. It bothered me. Like it was too because obvious. It was. It, so my my favorite but my least favorite episode is that I think it's the scene that you guys were talking about with the Scorpius Rex fighting each other because they do the kitchen scene yeah, from yep, the first yep, Jurassic Park. Was, yeah. But like oh well but that's also because they're in that same that first same uh building from the first Jurassic Park. But uh, what, what bothered happened? me was the way they presented it and the music to it because they play that same Jurassic yep. Park jingle which I love the Jurassic Park song like I'm I'm just as big of a fan of Jurassic Park uh, as Mike is if not maybe more because like I that is an iconic film and it definitely lands in one of my top 10 films but the way that that jingle it's the same jingle and they used it four or five times it, was like, it, hey, it didn't get it? the music yeah. didn't transition into the jingle it was just like okay here's some tense music tense music stop commercial break here's a jurassic park jingle while this next couple minutes happens by the way please buy some jurassic park merchandise because i'm sure you're feeling like you want to continue watching jurassic park after watching this now back to the tension tension so- tension oh here's the jingle again remember this jingle we played it about 10 seconds ago but hopefully you still like this jingle i, I feel like they might as well just put in like a merchandise website on there just to like get me to buy jurassic park merch like it annoyed me and i you're- love that they they recreated somewhat of the kitchen scene but the yeah. jingle just ruined the mood and like it's, okay i i get that if you want to do some of these callbacks but let it be its own and not have us like be fully in like trying to like, we get it it's a callback you don't have to keep what, doing yeah. something to remind us that it's a callback no it sounds like you're uh it's a uh, wonder woman 2 syndrome with the uh, theme song yeah, Justice League. Yeah, that's what happened. It was Justice League that they did the jingle every time. Yeah, exactly. It like ruined the moment for me because like I understood the callback. Any Jurassic Park fan is gonna understand the callback, but you don't have to have the fucking like all the other factors that makes people buy like remember it. Like we we get it. Which is the opposite of what they were trying to do, but they look like they force fed it. 
for me it felt force fed yeah and like it just yeah it just didn't seem natural at all and um i like the scorpius rex i think it's a cool hybrid i think it was interesting although i don't buy into the fact that these kids can now outlive a scorpius rex because scorpius rex seems like it's more aggressive and vicious than the indoraptor and the indoraptor is a smart dinosaur so like i don't get how they're like it's just too too many convenient things now happening in these in this in this season and it's just like again predator vision so like what what, yeah yeah it it just bothered me and like i don't know if you guys caught it because maybe i lost a a second of deleted scenes but when they first encountered the two hybrids the first encounter they were stuck up against a tree because one of them was up on a tree coming down and the other one was right in front of them but that ends that episode yeah. But the next episode, it starts with them between the two Scorpius Rex in an open area. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you, There's no way you could have ran from this and be okay. Like, yeah, it just, true. It just didn't make sense. And I don't know. I don't know if it's what they were trying to aim for this series. I, I felt like there were more filler kind of episodes in this season yeah. than and the other two. And even though I enjoyed still a lot of the animation, I enjoyed the tension. I enjoyed a lot of this, even the callbacks, despite, you know, that it also bothered me. Uh, and I liked the direct tie-in to the movie, uh, to the Fallen Kingdom movie. It just didn't feel as cohesive as the first two seasons. And it was a little disappointing because I praised the first two seasons a lot. I was like, any Jurassic Park fan needs to watch this. But like the season three, I'm like, it's eh. It's okay. And I don't, and the boat, like we already discussed that, the boat bothered me. And I am led to believe that there's no way that they're going to go any further with the boat, right? Because you can't tell me that they're going to make it all the way to another island without hearing a single growl or hearing this door like being banged up. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like this, obviously, the next season is going to start off with them. You know, the dinosaur is going to attack and then that's it. Like, you know, they're going to get stuck on the island again. And I don't know. I end up in Isla Sorna. The next island over? Maybe, right? Isn't that isn't that still full of dinosaurs? Uh, I'm not too I sure. I don't remember. Wait, uh, is that, is, is that where Jurassic I, Park three took place? Yes. No, no, three ended. No, three took place as the first one. Oh, the second one then. Yeah, the second one. Oh, second the second one was one. a different island, I think. Yeah. yeah so it could be probably uh, that one. I'm not too okay. sure. If I, that's the case, then that's cool. That I like. Then I, yeah. I would like that callback as long as they don't play the jingle yeah. again because I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> um, but that, yeah. So that's why I'm solidified as a yellow. Uh, one other thing, one other nitpick. I don't know why it bothered me when Doctor Doctor um Henry Doctor Wu. Wu. I don't know why I said Wong. Doctor Who, <laughs> Doctor Who, <laughs> Doctor Who. Um, when he was describing what was the the um, the dinosaur that he created, you know, I thought it was mix of, you know, of, of of a snake or something. But no, he said just a poisonous fish. I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 like, nope, like you just made... that thing that's in the tank over there. Oh yeah, it was just my fish tank right there. That's what we made him. He's yeah. poison, but yeah, he's kind of aggressive. He's a dick. But like, I was like, oh, you could have just easily said just like a snake, and you know what I mean, like, like a fucking fish. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. And then I forget. Uh, my last thing. Uh, what, what's the uh main character's name again? Sorry. Darius. Darius. Darius with him not wanting to kill dinosaurs again. I'm just like, 
I mean, who wouldn't want to kill a dinosaur? I mean, like, of course, a predator one, you have to kill no, but him. but after, like, he saves its life, but then it's trying to kill him afterwards. I'm like, come on. Like, it, it's getting overused again. Like, I'm like, we get it. He loves dinosaurs, but at one point, you have to be like, they're going to kill me if I save it. And like, not that the, not that that changes my mind about the series, because now that actually kind of makes me feel a little bit better about the, the Darius Kenji debate. Like the argument at the end, because yeah. I was at, I was at the whole time I was thinking like, what are you talking about? Like you've been following this guy this whole time, like, and this one thing you're gonna like get on this case about. But then now that you reminded me about, yeah, he saved Blue, even though that Blue could have killed him easily. Yeah. That makes a little bit more sense as to why he's upset about risking yeah, lives because yeah. he risked also his life too. And now Kenji's getting tired of it. Which okay, fine, that's that's fine. Uh, doesn't change my card at all yeah, but no, no, no. i'm just saying it just makes a little that situation a little bit better and that's why all i'm right. like I'm, I'm borderline i just yeah. i still um, think it's good enough it's still uh, a good series overall it's still yeah. a good series to watch i just yeah. hope that it there's a little bit more uh um i don't want to say structure but it's just more cohesive the next series and and doesn't like because this one felt like a little rushed on some parts and i don't i don't like that feeling and so i i want them to still kind of flesh out the the entire story in the next season and i don't know if they confirmed for season four but i still will watch season four and see how that one comes out I mean, I think yeah, we're so, really committed to this part. In. Yeah. Yeah. So three green cards across the board. So uh, no. <laughs> no, two greens, one yellow. All right, let's talk. Wait, oh. two greens? Is it? Wait, Ham, is your yeah. green or a I'm yellow? I'm borderline. I'm borderline, but it is a green. Okay, so two greens, one yellow. Got you. Yep. All right, let's go into intermission, and then we'll talk about our last two films. No copyright. Finish it. <laughs> no. All right. Red yeah. card. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You don't have to worry about copyright after that one. Next movie to talk about, uh, Mike's favorite director, of course, Zack Snyder, Mike's pick. Uh, has, uh, has come out with a new film that hit theaters and Netflix. Although it hit theaters, I think, two weeks before it came out on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Army I didn't of even the... know it came out in theaters, did it? Yeah, it did. It, it came, came out, out in theaters, theaters first and then Netflix. Uh, Army of the Dead, a zombie movie, basically. So the synopsis is, following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. <laughs> IMDb uh, gives it a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metacritic, uh, 57%. I think that's what yep. that means. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it mm-hmm. a 70 percent. Mm-hmm. Ooh, where's what my people at? And of course, Ham's peeps, as yeah. always, they're the ones that we can trust the most, mm-hmm. but maybe yeah. not for this movie. 72 percent liked this movie. Ooh, that's a 72. Ooh, 72 percent. All right, Damn. so as usual, we'll give our cards, then of course, go into a spoilers discussion. Mike, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna give it a yellow. 
Ma'am. I literally didn't even think about a card when I watched it or anything. <laughs> like, right now, it's my first time trying to guess. <laughs> guess? Yeah. But I guess it is it is a yellow. I'm giving it a red. Straight red? red? Yeah. It's straight, straight up red. Like, even in the mm-hmm. Netflix poster, he's holding up a red card that says Army of the Dead. Zack uh... <laughs> Snyder knew exactly what he was going to get out yeah. of this. Oh, man. I, I yeah, would, but, I'm going to... I'm gonna go first on this one. Yeah, I might I, be talked down to it, right? Right now, I'm I'm just a yellow because I did see this movie a while back, and I'm just I'm just thinking of just the stupidity. Okay, There's only but, there, but what? But before, before we start, can I mention uh, it was in the news? I don't know if you guys ever heard about the sort of scandal of the movie because the movie was already filmed, and mm-hmm. um, Chris D'Elia was in this movie. Oh, but that she she had to get edited out, right? And then the oh, he 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 had to get it out, out because of uh yeah misconduct or allegedly okay. um, messing the helicopter people. pilot is what we're getting to, right? Yes, yes, yeah. He, she he was messaging underage um, women yeah. or girls, so yeah, they edited him out completely. Like everything was filmed, he was in it, and whereas the helicopter pilot, a very uh, I like her a lot. And now I can't even find her name, but uh, she's in uh, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, something. No, to, to Do you know her name? Can somebody help me out with that? Uh, I was trying to look it up. Well, oh, it's uh, Tig Tig N- N- Notaro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. So uh, let me go first on this one because yeah. I'm I'm just gonna just bitch about this movie. Uh, <laughs> first of all, the, the actors in there. There's there's a wide range of actors. You got Dave Bautista, who's the main one. Uh, Tig Nataro, which we've already mentioned. You got yeah. Hiro Hiro Yuki Sanada. Um, well, who else we got? Ana de la Reguera, Ella Pernell, Omari Hardwick. So there, there's a, a decent ish cast. I don't have a problem uh... with the casting per se. Um, D- Dave Bautista. Uh, just proves that he can be in an Expendables movie. Like, he's a good action star. I think he did action really well in this movie. Mm -hmm. A lot of the choreography and the stuff that he did, I can't complain about that. Um, My only two favorite things out of this movie was uh, was Tig Notaro as the helicopter pilot, even though she was only in there for a short amount of time. What she said, it was funny at the times that it's supposed to be funny. And, I mean, she just comes off as that, like, it's a reliable sidekick who doesn't give a shit about things and is just yeah. going to get the w- shit done. And then that's, that's it. That, and that's her, that's her stick in most things. Yeah. So she does it very yeah. well. No complaints. I thought mm-hmm. she, she was probably the best thing out of this entire movie. Yeah. Um, the other thing I liked uh, was the somewhat of the friendship yeah. that the nerdy guy, the German guy and yeah. the, the black guy was, was yeah. forming because I thought they played off each other very well. I, yeah, and I eventually they, they were becoming yeah. friends. And then like the guy was like supporting him. He was like, no, 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 he's working. Leave him alone. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. All right. Like, it was nice that he kind of saved him too at the end. I was like, oh, that's a nice Yeah, I was wondering off. what was going to happen. He was going to save him or he was going to save him. It was sort of a little bit of both. So, yeah. Um, oh, and so to give the listeners a quick recap, too, before I go on yeah, any further, yeah. it is a heist movie. It's uh, a part of Las Vegas is walled off because of this outbreak that that happens because of a alpha zombie that goes around, bites people. They become alpha zombies and goes around and kills people. And, and they just get a whole slew of zombies happening. Uh, but the this the the, the main uh, head of the heist, um, Blee, Bly, Tanaka is what they call him. They just call him Tanaka. Says, hey, I got money that I need out of there. 
I, I need you to form a team and go get the money. Uh, turns out, though, he's got something else up his sleeve because he actually doesn't want the money. He wants uh, the sample or a head of the al- of an alpha zombie. And so when Dave Batista forms his team, uh, I think, uh, what, what's the other guy's name? The the shady guy, Martin? I think it was Martin. Don't Tanaka worry. hires Martin to say, hey, join their team. I need you to do this while they distract everything, uh, you know, and that way you can just get the hell out of there. Um uh, they they don't they get the money sure money was saved at the end of it everything they, they got the money at the end the guy that tries to get the head of the alpha eventually dies almost everybody dies uh, except for the daughter of yeah. Scott, Scott Ward I wish the, she was dead uh, uh, Scott Ward is the the is what Dave Bautista's character is um, but the daughter ends up living and quote unquote uh, I think Omari is the guy uh, well Omari is the actor. Um, uh, Van Van is it Vander Vandero? Yeah, black Vander, guy. Vandery Vandero Vander. I don't Some, know. Like, Vander. Maybe I don't know. What well, the black guy on the team ends up living, kind of, but it ends with him showing that he got scratched or bit or something, and then he eventually will become a zombie. Okay, my complaints. This whole premise is so stupid. Like, why can't they just set up the mission to just get the head of the Alpha and just get the hell out of there? Like, why do we need a heist to distract everything so we can fill two hours of time so that way this isn't, like, this can't be Zack Snyder's so shortest movie? Happen. So the movie can happen. It just, yeah. it just seems so dumb why he sets up this money thing when the money isn't what matters. Like, what Martin did in the five minutes in that scene, they could have easily done at the very beginning of all this. Okay, that was my one com- one of my complaints. Um, the timing to the whole uh, like black guy becoming a zombie, how did he not turn into a zombie almost immediately exactly. when they shown the yeah. entire way that you turn basically within, like, a minute time from being bitten or scratched or whatever? Oh, wait, wait, Made is, no is, sense at all. Is that what you're complaining about? You're not complaining about how he survived an atomic bomb? No, that's he more realistic. He wasn't a thief. That's <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a thief. That's steel, that's no, steel isn't it? I, I don't know what it is, but, I mean, I'm just going to assume that that's how he was protected. That he I was don't just... think that's proven to be real, though. No, I think it is. Listen, I, Indiana... Indiana Jones can do it in a fridge. I don't see why he can't do it in a yeah, Oh, the best, the best Indiana Jones movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh <laughs> The, my my other big complaint is how this whole fucking movie started, of how the outbreak, so to speak, gets even out. Is that, that was uh, there's this married couple who's driving oh, yeah, down we- a road. The guy is getting a blowjob, but then like ends up crashing to a military transport who's transporting this the the main alpha zombie. We That's get real. no explanation. We get no explanation as to where this alpha zombie comes in. And then, as uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The safe wasn't opened when it was crashed. So what is keeping this zombie like uh-huh. trapped in this uh-huh. safe when he could have just busted out the entire time? Like that part didn't make any sense. Maybe maybe, maybe it like uh, it, uh, you know got it a little loose. I don't know. <laughs> but still though, it's like a metal. It's a very very strong safe, and just because like. It hit the floor. It's going to open. So that means that that shit wasn't secure to begin with. Also, where were they even trying to transport to begin with? Is my question. I don't know. Area fifty one. I guess. Who the fuck? No, no. They they were leaving Area fifty one. I think. No, that was Area fifty two. Doesn't give a fuck where they were going. Just oh, the fact that they keep question. Well, no, there was only like two instances where they questioned Martin. 
the, the yeah. guy that was hired by Tanaka, and then never bring it up. Like no one else is suspicious of this guy, right? Even even Nataro was bringing up like, "Hey, can we can we trust this guy? Like, do we even know what he's no! really here for, other than uh, you know keeping eyes on this?" And then like the chick that he that he uh, yeah. eventually kills, right? Like she was she got out. By the way, everyone's just watching and just oh yeah, no, trust while. she's just like shooting them, and she couldn't even at least say, "Hey, it's because of that asshole." Yeah, like, I hated was, that. Like they could have easily saved her too. Yes. Yeah, they could have, but they didn't. That's the other problem. Like, he, he just the YouTuber just stares at the whole situation. And that's oh, the yeah, other the thing. <laughs> it's it's a walled off area, but a YouTuber and some other like lone survivor is able to just to get in and out whenever they feel like it. Like, there's if it's a YouTuber, right? His stuff is out there. It really is. Yeah, they, they know he's getting in there, so they don't bother to stop this guy. Oh, and another thing is that they're so close to the girl that he could just shoot the tank and not like. You know what I mean? Like, not go all the way back, like fly back because yeah. of the explosion. He just stands there and he's like, "Yeah, I blew it up." All right, let's go, guys. And why is there a camp exactly next to Vegas when they have already? Didn't they have already evacuated everybody out of there? Yeah, they did. But for some uh, reason, there's a fucking camp in there because I apparently don't, I, nobody. I don't know. Apparently, nobody has enough money to leave from there. But if the government is the one that's transporting people out of there, so. Why do you need people around there? And as far as like a zombie movie, this brings nothing new to zombie movies. Like uh, this, no, no. There's nothing new about this. The, the, the alpha, alpha thing is zombie stupid. has already been overdone. the The fact that a a monster line, like a monster species, is able to have a kid, that's already been done. Like there's nothing different than these alpha zombies. Like. They don't even do anything interesting with them other than give you a breakdancing zombie, which that blew my mind. I was like, why the hell are you doing flips? Every... When they're in the fight scene over in front of the safe, like the uh, I think it's Dave Bautista's character is like trying to stab him, but like he fucking like does a backflip and does like a, a low kick and like tries to avoid all like he's doing was like it one Asian... of the alphas? Yeah, it was no. one of the alphas. Uh, no? No? I thought no. it was one. I thought that was well, when all the alphas. It have to be him. one of the alphas. Well, that's the thing, though. The movie doesn't really fully address which one is an alpha and which one is a regular zombie, because literally the people who were there, all of all of them were able to run. They were able to just like you know do what a basic alpha does and everything like that. But it just doesn't fully address like which one is like the runner, which one is like who they they mention a whole different type of different. Did it a decent? No, they I think. I, I, I don't think the breakdancing one was when all the alphas came. Because remember, yeah, that, that's because at Olympus, the other place is when the main alpha guy was like, "Hey, we all got to rally up and go kill these guys." Yeah. So anyway, regardless, like these alphas get killed much easier than than I, they set themselves up to be. Like they they expect to be like these badass characters, but they they're really not. Um, there's nothing scary about this at all either. And even if that wasn't the case, there's nothing entertaining about this other than Notaro. Like, this was a bad movie trying to be disguised by, like, I guess... I don't a know. cool version, a cool, yeah, like a cool, like, the, like that's and that's not even a good thing of describing it that way. But it's like, and mm. don't get me wrong, Zack Snyder, <laughs> like, I like, I like Man of Steel, I like Three Hundred, I like Sucker Punch. Those are probably my favorite Zack Snyder films. I, I enjoy oh, like movies, Punch? Huh. Uh, but everything else, like, this is bad. This is not even enjoyable. Bad. This is like I had to force myself to wa- finish this movie. Bad. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay, I'll go. Um, 
the reason why I'm I'm stuck with the yellow because there's when I was watching this movie, I was like, all right, it's it's not bad. I'm I'm but I'm waiting for like the cool action scenes. And when the action scenes do come up, they're 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 entertaining, but they don't last as long as you will as you wish it would. And as for a heist movie, I don't really believe it's a heist movie. I just think it's just a movie of of course I'm trying to open to get money and stuff like that but towards the end it's just like it turns into something else it's just more of a survival stupid movie where you have these people it's just like all right fuck the money fuck everything and it's just like what sal said is like how come it couldn't just be the main mission of just bringing the queen's head or even the alpha alpha head where they could have worked together and just even double the money um for me for Zack snyder i think he's good at directing producing but just don't give him writing just he, i don't think he knows how to write i don't i i don't I, so far the movies that i like so far is just like what sal mentioned is man of steel 300 and watchmen but when you look at all those three movies those are very easy easy movies to really make watchmen is a novel he just literally copy and paste right 300 is based off history, right? Man of Steel, easily copied from comic books. Based off very, his. based off his version, and and it worked. It, it, it's it's fine. I'll give him credit for that. But everything else, it's just like Justice League and this movie. And why is this movie two hours and thirty minutes or some shit? Why? Like it, it was. It, there's no need for half of the things in this movie. You could easily make this movie like an hour and forty minutes easily and the number one thing that i was getting so bothered with was um the daughter i couldn't care less about the daughter and then the stunt that she did in the end was complete fucking stupid i don't even know what one you're talking about the daughter batista's daughter no the stunt you said you said stunt well the, the what i mean is like her saving her friend like Oh, why? Oh, okay. Like, why do you need to save her? Like, she's the one that went inside first. And then second of all, what's your plan to escape? Right. And then third, the the friend died in the helicopter crash. What the fuck? What was the point? Like, what was the point of that? I don't know. That's just me. Um, I just wish the also too like for the for the guy who owns the chainsaw. Yeah. I wish he used the chainsaw. Right? And he never did. Yeah. He never he never he never fucking used it and they kept on hinting that oh yeah, he's going to use it. He's going to use it. Dave Batista, he did good. I think he I think of course him and the other pilot girl, she they were the best ones in the movie. But everything else was sort of like I said. I'm gonna be probably talked down to it, red because at the meantime, when I was watching the movie, I was like, okay, it's it's not. I guess it's not bad. It's it's all right. It's whatever. Then the more I think about it, the more I think about it, and I was like, well, this was kind of stupid. This was stupid. Why? So you cannot fly in a helicopter inside the city, but you could fly out. You know what I mean? Like what? What's what's the what's the connection of that? And we don't get any more backstory or we don't get any clarification of the guy who set up the heist or he's just like oh well they died oh well so what then you know what i mean like is he losing anything he's not he's just well that could have been another pay grade for me 
Oh well. Like it's just there's no there's no re- there's there's no punishment in this movie. It's just everybody dies. There's people that live that you just sort of don't give a shit about. The ending is stupid. They're gonna go to Mexico City and there's gonna be another sequel. And then also too, nobody mentioned the blue eyes zombies. The what? That the blue eye zombies. Like they were like all the zombies. Some of them have blue eyes, and I, I for a second I thought they were robots. You don't remember? It's just when they were in the casino when Dave Bautista was on the table and he was just shooting zombies and some of them like... The eyes were like shiny eyes. No, they were shiny blue eyes and then when he shot them in the head literally you just see like a robot skull. Huh. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to the movie but... (laughs) Honestly, I think uh, I convinced myself and even Sal, hearing Sal, I'm, 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 I'm changing to a red. I'm changing to a red. This uh, is a red card for me. Also, I don't know about you guys, but after I watched it, Netflix brought me to that. I forget how long it was. Uh, a little behind the scenes. Anybody watch that? No, I didn't care about that. <laughs> it was. It literally just jumped me into it. I was like, I guess. I don't have anything better to watch. But I disagree with Sal. I thought there were some good shots in the movie, like when she actually got tricked from the Martin guy, or whatever you said his name was. Her trying to, I guess, dodge the, let's just say zombies. I thought that was interesting. It was a little suspenseful where she's trying to like, oh, he tricked me and going a different way. Now what am I going to do? Uh, she dodges all of them. She survives twice so, somewhat. I'm like, oh, she's, she's dead. And nope, she's there. I'm like, oh. Well, she's going to be dead now. Nope. And then at the end, she does die. I'm like, I, I thought it really cool if she actually survived it, but nope. Uh, I also disagree with Sal. I think everyone didn't trust them. I mean, it was, I think Dave Batista didn't trust the Martin guy. Uh, the girl who died didn't trust him. Pilot. Uh, the blonde chick. Like she said, the blonde chick said it a couple times. She's like, nah, blah, 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 blah. So I don't understand why they didn't even kill him to begin with, especially the blonde chick that killed the other guy to survive. Um, I did like the friendship between the uh, the two characters that Sal mentioned before. I thought it could have been something better, but it tried. I, I see the heart in that. Um, some of the shots at the beginning of Vegas was pretty cool. But I, I give it a strong yellow. I think that it does deserve a watch. It is a dumb heist movie, whereas heist is very loose. But I'd say definitely it's more of a zombie movie than anything else. And I saw some stuff that I haven't seen in zombie culture in recent times. So that's why I gave it a yellow. I'm like, oh, this is a little bit different than what I've seen over and over and over again in recent zombie mythology. So, yeah. The problem I have with it being called a heist movie, though, is because, like, okay, can we agree that this was more focused on a heist movie than it was an army or a zombie movie? Is, uh, is that is that fair to, to call it more of a heist movie I don't than a zombie know. movie? I don't, oh, I can um, argue that, but... I, I don't know myself either because that's the thing that I was trying to say is that I, I don't know. There's times where it's it's trying to be a heist movie, but it's not a heist movie. And it's I like, think it fluctuates. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing that, that I, I can't 
even call it either of these movies is because when I, when you get a heist movie, you you get a detailed plan of what is going to happen, who's going to do what, and then you see all of these actions, like these certain events happen in that particular order. And what's interesting is when there's like a slight curveball that kind of like throws it off for a loop, but then you still get you get it back on track. The the zombie part of this I felt like was too much interfering with the heist part because there wasn't a clear blend, which is why I asked you the question, like what what can you really call it then if it's mm. not a heist movie? And that bothers me because then I don't even know what really about this was a heist movie other than the guy, the German guy cracking the safe and the helicopter flying away. Other than that, there is nothing else about this movie that speaks to me as it being a heist movie. It doesn't even show it to be a heist movie. It's just like, here's a building. We There's there's no plan to get inside the building other than we just walk through the front doors and then go down the elevator, and then that's that. And yeah. then the leaving part is we go up the elevator, go to the helicopter, and that's that. There's no intricate plan. There's no, like, we have to dodge this and that, and we, we can only access this on level four. Like, there's nothing interesting. But that's a zombie. That's the zombie part. That's but the... but that part is not even as interesting either because, what, they just do, like, a bullet spray of uh, uh, on, their, on their guns, and then that's it. All the zombies are dead. The only thing that was, like, a uh, uh, that throws them off track is when all the alpha zombies come in, but even then, you just throw a couple grenades, you shoot a couple bullets, and then that's it. That's oh, all it awesome. is. It's like it's a, it's a shooter. That's all. It, it, there's... You, did, you did remind me that uh, at the beginning, that first zombie was impossible to kill. And I'm like, yeah, then it's so easy later. And I'm like, what? Like with the army guys shooting him so many times, one of them didn't shoot him in the head. Yeah. But and those, another... So like the traps that lead up to the safe, that lends it to be more of like heist like because you have to think those things out and try yeah. to figure out a way. There's no figuring out, oh, hey, there's a zombie coming after me. What am I going to do? Play chess with it? No, you're just going to shoot it in its head and then that's it. You just move on. There's nothing interesting about it being a heist movie because it doesn't feel like it's a heist movie. Yeah. And another thing, too, um, there's a couple things in this movie that it builds up. And one of the things that I didn't understand was the security guy when he was uh, out for just for bait, for a sacrifice. For yeah. some reason, I felt like they were going to build something up towards him. And they kept on mentioning, like, oh, yeah, everyone's an alpha. They turn into different types of zombies. But the, the, the security in the end, he just turned into a regular zombie and just killed one person and done, easily killed in the head. Where I was just like, oh, oh that's... I don't know if I was supposed to be feeling some type of way of like, oh man, he's going to be a serious zombie later. I just felt like underwhelmed. I was like, okay, like, what was the point of that? Like, it could have been any zombie. Also, the, that's just uh, me. The, and the yeah, ter Terminator the, zombies too. His character was whatever. Um, I also liked the part where the guy was like, this could be a loop. This is good. Like, look, that could be us. And I'm like, why are you going with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's worth watching. I wouldn't recommend it. I You could yeah. easily spend two and a half hours watching anything else remotely interesting was uh, it above this. It was two and a half hours for no reason. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It it was, was, what what was bad. your opinion, Sal, about the, Sal, about the robot zombies that I mentioned? I, 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 I vaguely know what you're talking about, but because I could give two shits about anything that was zombie related in this movie, I just didn't, I just ignored it. I, I, 
there's obviously a lot more lore building you can do with this, but that's again its own problem is that it doesn't do anything to build on that lore. It doesn't talk about the alpha zombies and how exactly that they become intelligent, like and how they can have a kid, how they can build this culture and society. But now, I mean, you you and then the, so supposed like these robot zombies. I mean, I don't I don't know. Just don't care enough because the movie didn't seem to care. Yeah. Oh, and also too, if we ever have a zombie apocalypse, just like how they had in this movie, that we put them in in a corner, you know. And there's people saying that a zombie has rights. You're a fucking idiot. I just yeah. want to say that. That pissed me off. I don't know why. I was like, because I feel like that shit right there is real. Like that literally could be anybody in the real world. Yeah, it's like maybe, zombies are humans too. Maybe in the zombie world of uh, the what is it? Uh, Simon Pegg and whatever that that could see people going. Zombies have rights, but the last thing I want to say is I do recommend this movie for people who like zombies. Maybe not heist movies. If you want to do something heist, go watch Oceans or uh, play GTA heist. Right. <laughs> so wait, Mike, right. are you are you? Still I changed my. No, I'm a red. I changed it to a red. Okay. I gotta, yeah, I gotta so make we have sure to put it in for the records. Yeah, so two reds and one right. yellow. Yep, the yellow doesn't matter. All right, last movie to talk about. Like I said, listeners, this is quite of a doozy of an episode. I'll try to edit this the best I can. But we have a last uh, movie, new, new entry into the Saw franchise, which is called Spiral. Uh, Spiral does take place, I believe it was, what, 10 years after uh, Saw? The last Saw well, one, one came out in 2017, Jigsaw. Right. And that's actually the one I have not seen. Out of all the movies, I have not yeah. seen this one. Because before I watched the movie, I, I, I watched like a 10-minute, like, you know, catching up with the Saw franchise before, you know, you watch Spiral. I think Jigsaw mm. one that I was like, wait, what's going on? Or... I don't know. I didn't see the movie either, but I heard a lot of people that you're able to skip that movie. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, but Spiral uh, stars Chris Rock, of all people, which was yeah. at first kind of weird. Um, he is the one that actually pitched the idea for the movie, and because of his pitch, the the you know producers or whoever said, okay, yeah, sure, let's go for it. What yeah. Ex- executive producer, so I'm sure he put some money into it as well. Well, he has to pitch the idea first to get it approved, and so he yeah. probably took on that role too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, IMDb gives it a fifth, uh, five point nine. Uh, Whoa, Rotten, Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a thirty-seven percent. Ooh, Whoa. and a Metacritic, uh, Metacritic gives it thirty-nine percent. Like everything else, those don't matter at all because Ham's people. Someone woke up and put in a vote for this. 84% like this. There's only one person. (laughs) 84% of Google users. Um, The synopsis, well, on this one, this one's pretty long. Let me see if IMDb has a shorter one. Uh, Yeah, the synopsis here is a criminal mastermind unleashes a twisted form of justice spiral. The terrifying new chapter from the Book of Saw. That, that's that's can right. I go first? I did see that book of saw, it did say book well, of saw on the title. Okay, so again, Chris Rock is the main star. You got Samuel Jackson, uh, Max Minghella, Marisol Nichols, and a bunch of other people, which I know I'm sure maybe Ham finds Solomon Stargate or something. Uh, uh-huh. let's first go through our <laughs> cards and then we can discuss the movie in spoilers after. So, Mike, what is right. your card? Okay, Ham, Ham, what's your card? Why do I go first? No, I already. I know. I said. I said red instantly. Oh, I guess I was. Uh, 
<laughs> ah, fuck. A yellow. I am going to initially say yellow, but I could be talked down to a red. I mean, okay, I'm a, and I'll I'm go first. Okay, so. <laughs> um, spoilers, everybody. Surprise. Spoilers. Um, I'm going to go first. What I don't like about this movie is everything about it. The positive <laughs> things. <laughs> and review is done. Well, good night. Everything. Good night, everybody. I mean, good there night. you go. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Positive things. I, uh, Chris Rock. Right? There's a couple. Yes. Of, his his energy in this movie is pretty actually like. It's so weird, but it works. Maybe Chris Rock is maybe. Yeah. And then, of course, his legendary thing about Forrest Gump is, is just great. Like, it's just, he puts his <laughs> hands down about it. it. It's it's great. That's the beginning of the movie. He starts to lose that energy halfway through the movie, and towards the end of the movie, I just didn't give two fucks anymore. Um, every- it was on purpose, though. No, it's not on purpose. It's just the movie just gets lost. It wants to be a song oh. movie, but it has nothing to do with a song movie. And first of all, the movie's super predictable. So oh, yeah. predictable. I I've guess it's about lo- the predictability. Yeah, I dude, I fucking predicted from the beginning of the movie of the when they went to the train station for the first time. I knew exactly who it was. It was so so easy. And then on top of that, I don't think Chris Rock saw a Saw movie. I don't think so because the whole entire motivation they were saying that, oh, you know what, Jigsaw never fucked with cops. Have you not seen all the other movies? That's all he fucking did was just bring justice to bad cops, and that's what they're doing well, to this no, movie. Not bad cops, he... just bad people. Well, he didn't fuck with cops, but cops were always after him. No, but he then... fucked with cops as well, too, because they're, they were bad yeah, people. But he was a cop. He had the cop's kid in the second one. But it, again, just to be clear, because this is why he, he's considered a copycat, people. or anyone's considered... Well, this, in this case, he's considered a copycat, because, he, yes, he is going for bad cops in this specific... In this specific movie, but in all the other films, uh, Jigsaw has explained that he goes after people that have done wrong and have yes. not done anything to redeem themselves for it. Like, they just are okay with doing the wrong things continuously. It's not just cops. Cops, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I'm sure, like, there was there was a couple of them that he killed along the way. But it's it's the fact that all these people he, he messed around with have done bad things, either to him in his life or to other people that Especially he's witnessed. Him, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said, I don't think he saw them. I, don't, I, I just didn't think this movie was clever. This movie was trying to be clever. It's trying to be something mm. different, but it's not. It's just to me, of course, it's easily a fan-made movie. I, I maybe somebody who directed it, of course, like Chris Rock pitched it. But I, I think he's a fan of Saul, maybe. But I still don't believe he saw like the real story of Saul. Um, it's just I wasn't really entertained by it. I was more bored of it. I was just more of like, okay, it's just the same generic, generic shit. And honestly, his whole character wasn't really. There was no necessary for him to be in the movie. It could he could easily just been taken out. Easily, you could easily just set this up for the all all the bad people who did the 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 vigilante the vigilante wrong, and just do like every other song movie. Just put them in a room and they have to figure it out. And then because in the end, nobody had a chance to win. 
Nobody. Um. No one. Like, is because the thing is, is that the water. Like, okay, let's look through through the first trap, right? You had the yeah. tongue guy, right? Yeah. Halfway, he woke up, and you don't even know where was this train really heading to. Like the train, you don't know where the train was already halfway there, and this guy could have easily just woke up and then find like three minutes later the train's coming already, and he didn't have no process whatsoever of leaving what's going on, and then of course the second trap where the guy the the bath was already halfway full, yeah, and then what it takes a while to break a finger, yeah. I, I think finger. I think you're right. Um, the it was. You, if you when you start the game, you had like three seconds to do it, or else you're dead. Like, yeah, and then no and time. Yeah. yeah, and then of course, like the other guy, um, the guy that, uh, oh, also too the, um, the wax, the the wax shit. Like, what were you supposed? What, what is she supposed to be doing exactly? Like, she's about to break her spine, so she'd be. Literally, but that makes no sense because I'm watching with my wife where she's a doctor and she's like, that makes no sense. How are you going to make her break her spine if she's going to be dead already? If you do that. So, that no, I, mean, I, mean, in, in, I think in the movie, it was she was going to be paralyzed. But regardless, though, she's going to be losing so much. Blood. I don't know. Just to me, it's just like yeah. she's going to be losing so much blood and everything that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, she was going to just bleed out and die. And then the other trap was like his friend. He was chained up and shit like that. And then where the hell were you supposed to find the key? Right. And but the thing is, that you have all these things flying at you and you didn't want him to die. But then again, you want him to set him free. Like, it's just stupid. And then, the, of course, the dad in the end, regardless, he died. And then. What was the point of the guy to really reveal himself and then go escape from the elevator? It just he got he got beaten up. He got beaten up, but yeah, whatever. I this movie was a very disappointing. I had potential, and I just think this was just a stupid spin-off or trying to be a spin-off, but at the same time, it doesn't want to be a Saul, or it just tries to be a Saul and not a detective, um, a mystery movie, but it's just confusing to me. I think it just goes through a lot of identity crisis, and it's just very, very, very stupid. All right, Han, what do you think? Um, I agree with a lot of things Mike said, but I just want to go down the list really quick. Of uh, he uses uh, he uses uh, Chris Rockstar in the beginning, of course. Uh, this is in order as I was watching it. It's obvious his dad who died. Um, it's him. Oh, this is what I thought was... I thought it was him and his mom, maybe, because of the female voice of the Saw things. So I, I thought maybe it was him and his mom teaming up, but that never came into play. Uh, oh, Saw victim without actually seeing them die? Yeah. Yeah, right. that's what gave it away. Yeah, I was like, yeah, right. Uh uh, never sees his. Uh, you never see the guy's actual family, like because he was gonna go see the family, but then something happens, and I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, of course. And then uh, the look when he gives the uh, when he looks at the cop at the church, the guy who actually killed his dad. I was like, uh huh, yep, uh huh, yeah. So it was very, very predictable. I agree with Mike. I'm, I'm glad Mike. Uh... <laughs> I'll skip that, but. I still think that if you like Saw franchise, go see it. Um, it is, I think it is a cash grab. I mean, it says the book of Saw, so it's like 
a spin-off-ish of Saw, but not really Saw. Um, I, I saw where they were going. They tried to do like a cop brutality power of his, over uh, citizens. I, I, I liked how they used the pig for cops because there was no real reason in the original Saw to use pigs. It was just a thing they used, whereas this ha- sort of has a double meaning, of course. Um, I like Samuel Jackson. I like Chris Rock. Uh, I, I think it's worth a watch if you're a, uh, like I say, let's say fanatic fan, but it is l- Saw Diet like Crystal Max whatever. Okay, so everything you guys said solidifies my yellow, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. Good, good teamwork. Oh, um, maybe you're going to go with the red. Chris, Chris Rock... Uh, performance, I think, was great uh, throughout the whole thing. I don't, I don't agree with Mike. I think, even, like the way he portrays the, his insanity, um, that he's just a regular Joe. He's going through a divorce. Uh, he's even able to put his comedic, like you know, role into the into the serious role mm-hmm. uh, very well. I think it, it all blends well. That's probably like the only like super high positive I have about this movie. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like I was kind of on board. I'm, I'm not as. Uh, I don't see the obvious as much as you guys do because I think the first obvious choice was like, okay, yeah, it's got to be the partner. The partner has to be the killer. But I thought it did a fairly good job kind of tying in other flashbacks and things to make you think, oh, it could be that guy because everyone had it out for him anyway. So yes. it's like, yeah, kind of, it, it did okay, like setting up that mystery, I think, throughout up until we get the scene where the partner supposedly dies. And then we, like you said, we don't get to see it. So I'm like, okay, that's the obvious giveaway. It's the yes. partner. Um, so that kind of sucked. The, uh, the, the fact that it's only killing cops, I think lends itself to be an interesting story though, because yeah. these are crooked cops. And because of how like the bad that they've done, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that's bone. I shouldn't say things out loud like this, but it kind of <laughs> makes you want to like root for them. Like, hey, man, like they, they, one cop killed another, uh, like just an innocent bystander for like pull yeah. him over and just kill them for what? For just like barely, you know, putting his hands up or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's nothing like all these cops. I, I hated every single one of them for what they did. And it almost kind of makes me want to think like, yeah, go ahead. Just kill the guy. Like, and I don't think the traps were supposed to set up a win solution. It's supposed to perceive it as like, oh, they're supposed to be an opportunity to win. But the guy wanted these cops dead. There of was course. no question, especially in the final dialogue where he, you could obviously hear in his voice, he doesn't want these cops to survive at all one bit. Even no. if they were to go through with the other solution, they like like Mike was bringing up, they would have lost so much blood that they would have died out. And that was probably the point. So yeah. I actually like the storyline behind this and what it was trying to go for. Because also the traps are supposed to probably be, um, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like not as uh, eloquent as Jigsaw's puzzles because he's a copycat. You can't copy yeah. exactly one for one what the original does. What loses it for me, though, and why I really just, I'm just like, I'm, I'm a yellow on this, is because it's not really a Saw movie. And, and I don't say that in the same way that Mike says it. Because the big, like, draw into Saw was never really about the story. It was about the traps and how yeah. gruesome and how, like, unbearable it is to watch these traps. So the, the thing is, none of these traps were gruesome. 
like none of these traps were like unbearable really? to watch. They were like some high tension points where it was like, oh, that's gonna get pulled. But it was nothing to the extent of like your jaw being completely ripped open or your head being like, you know, sectioned off into all these different pieces or being thrown into like a blender. Like it was nowhere near up to par as the original franchise or the original as the original movies as the, of, of the franchise. And I walked away because like there, I, there was like one other family with me, which, by the way, that was weird that there was a mom and her two kids. An actual family. Her. Yeah, we'll fight the dad. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, like ki- kids and like, yeah, the kids were like maybe middle school students, and it was just I don't know. That was whole. That was so weird. Anyway, as we were walking out of the theater, they <laughs> asked me for my opinion, and I just said it was okay, but I think it played it too safe. Like everything felt like it was very like we're, we we want to do it this way just in case that it doesn't do well because if it doesn't do well. I mean, people can just use the excuse of like, well, it's a spinoff, right? It's not like the main movie. So yeah. I, that's how I felt like the traps played it too safe. There was nothing gruesome or or like, you know, I got to close my eyes on this part. It was just all like, okay, you're just going to rip out something. So what? Like, no mm. big deal. And I think that's where it falls short of being an actual Saw movie. Like yeah. everything else, I think was there. I think this is. I, I think the whole storyline would have fit a Saw movie, but the traps is what makes the Saw movie, and this doesn't. This isn't up to par with those traps. And I just want to mention real quick that you reminded me of uh, the homage to the actual Saw, and is are they going to go there? And then he finds the key. I'm like, okay, I guess not. But I it was like a little nod. I'm like, all right, I actually liked it. So. Oh, and that well, that that one trap bothered me. The puzzle is in the, the key is in the trash can. I'm like, really? That's very simplistic. Yes. Like, that's just stupid. Like everything else, I felt like was kind of interesting, right? Because I think in one of the earlier franchises, they actually had to dig into a dead body or something to find like a key or find something. Yeah, a bunch of things. No, but he. I think they thought he was dead, and then they found out as he's there stabbing him, he actually wakes up. So, yeah. It, it, I don't know. Like it was just. It was not as creative with that aspect of the Saw franchise. So, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do another one. Uh, if the ratings are this bad overall, probably not. But I, I wouldn't mind giving it one more shot as long as they don't play it safe anymore with the traps. Mm. Yeah, I think they have to go balls to the wall. Yeah. All right. Well, listeners, that's pretty much it. Um, we've got nothing really else to bring up, and I'm pretty sure this has already been uh, a three-hour tour. We lost Gilligan somewhere uh, <laughs> along the way, so yeah, like like lost. It happened. We lost, <laughs> lost, yeah, lost. So next week we got a double feature. We got Cruella, and we also got A Quiet Place Part Two. Uh, those would be the next two films to talk about. And like, and I wasn't joking when I said we lost Gilligan because we don't we we don't have Mike on here at the moment. He had to go. Uh, something about a, a drinking crisis. Oh. I, please don't be the captain. <laughs> so, as always, with the social media, uh, follow. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Drunk Cop and a Teacher. Or if you want to write you us an email about any about any comments, or uh, if you want to give us feedback about anything or suggestions of what you want us to watch, you can email us at drunkcop.ateacher at gmail.com. This time I had it. I was going to do it. Ah, ah well, too bad. We're done. All right. Uh, without further ado, we'll just say bye. Adios. Sayonara. Ham, say something clever. Here it is. 
for trivia for the listeners and not us, <laughs> what does MGM stand for? Good night and good luck. That's not what it stands for. No. But- <laughs> <laughs>